let's put our hands together as we give the Lord some praise. The Lord woke us up this morning. He has started us on our way, and I don't know about you, but I came to give the Lord some praise this morning. We want to welcome you to our in-person service, as well as those who are watching by live stream on this fourth Sunday of January, that the year is already moving right along. And so we ought to be grateful and thankful that we're moving right along with it. Can I ask you one more time this morning, is anybody thankful? Is anybody grateful this morning? Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 99, 1 and the 3, that the Lord reigneth and let the people tremble. He sitteth between the cherubims. Let the earth be more moved. For the Lord is great in Zion, and he is high above all the people. Praise thy great and thy terrible name, for it is holy. Why don't you stand with us this morning, amen. As we worship the Lord, Lord, to worship you, I live.
that's the way to start to get our praise on this morning. Amen. Amen. If you love the Lord, say amen. Amen. If you love his son, Jesus, say amen. Amen. And if you are especially comforted by the Holy Spirit, say amen again. the spring of all my comfort, more than life to me, whom I on earth beside thee, whom in heaven but thee. Eternal God, O gracious Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this new day, a new opportunity to give you praise, honor, and glory. We thank you, Father, for our lying down last night and our arising this morning. Somebody didn't get up this morning. So, Lord, we just want to say thank you for the blessing that thou hast bestowed upon us. We thank you that when we got in our cars, they started. We thank you, Father, for allowing us to come over highways and byways into this sanctuary. And, Lord, we just come with, ha- with hands lifted on bended knee, asking for your forgiveness and an extension of your grace, mercy, and most of all, your peace. We're living in a time, Father God, we don't understand. But Lord, we just ask that you turn us towards the mystery of your word and let us bathe in it. Let us soak in it so that we understand that the victory is already won. So, Lord, as we come this morning, we just want to say thank you for the songs of Zion that we will hear. We want to thank you most of all for this worship experience and bringing our pastor and first lady back to us. We pray, Father God, that their rest was sufficient. We pray, Father God, that you gave them the spirit to run on a little longer. So, Lord, as we come, we just ask a special blessing upon each household that's represented here. And we don't want to leave out those that are listening by live stream. We realize, Father God, that this might be a location that you can't reach, but you can reach it digitally. So we pray right now, Father, for this worship experience and ask that you come on in and sup with us. And we'll be careful to give you the praise, honor, and glory that you so richly deserve. It's in the name of Jesus that we do pray. Amen. Let us remain standing for our congregational responsive reading. But where shall wisdom be found? Where is the place of understanding? Man knoweth not the price thereof, neither is it found. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things that canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand is riches and honor. 
Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths of earth know, and the clouds drop down for good. My son, let not them depart from thine eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. To thus obey be life unto thy soul, and grace to thy neck. Then shalt thou walk in thy way safely, and thy foot shall not stumble. When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it cometh. For the Lord shall be thy confidence, and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding altogether. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. This is the true word of God for the people of God. sing our congregational hymn. Some of us know this very well. Others are learning it. The Lord will make a way somehow.
church say amen how many of you know today the lord will make a way somehow oh i think we can do better than that he's been better than what we're saying now how many of you really know that the lord can and will make a way somehow has he ever made a way in your life amen so we ought to give the lord some praise and thank god for all of his blessings amen we want to thank our sanctuary choir for and Pastor Paul, amen, and Brother Chris, thank you all so much for utilizing the gift that the Lord has truly blessed you with, amen. We're excited to see each and every one of you this morning. We're going to have our official welcome this morning by Deacon Brisbane, amen. Oh, I'm sorry, no, De- Deacon Busby's going to give it this morning. Come on, let's welcome Deacon Busby. Taken by a better man. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Uh, hopefully, we have already uh, filled your heart with the joy of knowing and worshiping the Lord. But this is a time where we would like to know if there's somebody here for the very first time. If you would stand and just give us your name, uh, where you are coming from, and uh, if you have a word to say, just go ahead and try it. Uh, Good morning, sir. morning there was specific prayer asking that the Lord would send somebody here. Oh, we have somebody else? Oh, oh, we haven't met you, but we met your husband and children last week. Is that correct? All right. Your name? I'm sorry. Say it again. Okay. Glad to have you here. We're happy to have 
as I was saying, we actually had specific prayer this morning that the Lord would send some people here that have not been here before, that they would see that this is a house of peace, a house of love, and a house of worship. So you have been an answer to prayer already. So we do have a saying here. The first time here, you're a visitor. The second time you come, you are family. So we hope that you have the intention of joining a family because this is a great place to be. Thank you very much, and have a great rest of the service. And again, we want to welcome each and every one of you. For those of you who are visiting for the very first time, we are excited to have you here. Uh, as our brother mentioned, I, I, and I'm going to say this as a pastor of the church, not that I'm biased, maybe a little bit, but we do have the friendliest people here at Second Baptist Church of Doylestown, and we ought to thank God for each and every one of you. Amen. And so we are excited. We are happy to have you uh, with us and also those who are watching by live stream for today. We are thanking God. Uh, I know they're not getting ready for the football game. Amen. You know, I see one Kansas City Chief shirt uh, over there. So... <laughs> Sister Talisa is from that area, so that's she's good to go uh, on there. But we are just grateful and thankful. Oh, oh no, 49ers. <laughs> All right, so we uh, thank God. And I'm sure everybody will enjoy themselves a, a little later uh, there. So thank God for that. Listen, uh, as we are in 2020, uh, 2024, you do know that our new church theme for this year of 2024 is that we are sharing God's love and how important that is for us to share God's love. First John 4, 7, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Amen. Wouldn't this world be something if folk actually began to love one another the way that God has asked us to? Amen. So we want you to uh, make sure that you place that in your hearts during the course uh, of this year that we are sharing God's love. Amen. Listen, if you haven't signed up yet for the February 10th Lunch and Learn that's going to take place, it's being sponsored by our Christ and Cultural Humility Ministry as, long, as well as the Doylestown Presbyterian Church. Uh, you can sign up and register for this event uh, online on our website, or you can see Sister Joan Toller uh, after service. Amen. And you can sign up there. Uh, this is a fundraiser that we are attempting to help in Bucks County, the African-American Bucks County Museum, uh, which is well on its way. And so we are inviting and encourage you to join us on February the, uh, the 10th at 12 o'clock. We are going to have a lunch. We have some great speakers there. Matter of fact, I see the Backbench Boys are going to be there and providing music for us. But we need you there. So please make sure that you register today, uh, either online on our Tively uh, site there, or you can see Sister Joan Toller after service for today. Now listen, we have our sponsor through our married couples ministry, my wife and I. Uh, we are leading that group, and we are going to have a Valentine's Day banquet that's going to take place here at the church in our fellowship hall on Wednesday, February the 14th. You don't have to be a married couple. That now, now, let me clear this up before I go any further. 
you know, you do need to be a respectful couple, <laughs> amen, and that uh, everybody is coming together. Now, we also are asking anyone who would like to come, you can be single, you can come. Uh, we were inviting you to join us. It is going to take place on Wednesday, February the 14th, which is Valentine's Day. We have a great caterer that's coming in. Uh, the cost is $30 for singles. It's $60 for a couple. Uh, if you have attended in the past, you know we're going to have a great time. Sister Hamlin is going to come in with all kind of games and things that uh, have us play. And uh, great food, great fellowship. We're going to have uh, photos and so please make sure that you sign up. Uh, we're going to need to give the caterer the number uh, by the end of the first week in February. So, uh, again, uh, in the foyer after church, you can see Sister Toller. She has a display out there, but make sure that you sign up for our men. This is a great opportunity uh, for you to look good, amen, and to uh, invite your uh, spouse out or, or those who are dating or couples or just singles if you want to come out. Just come out and join us because uh, we want to get together and have fellowship. Amen. And just show some of God's love one to another. Also, uh, each month, we like to recognize those who have birthdays during the month, this being the month of January, and those who have wedding anniversaries. So uh, we're going to put up on the screen those who have birthdays during the month of January. We certainly want to say happy birthday to you, and we're going to ask Pastor Paul just to lead us. And we want to serenade you this morning. Amen. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to If you're here this morning in a January birthday, why don't you stand? All January birthdays. Amen. Amen. Happy birthday. God bless you. Amen. Come on, let's say happy birthday to all those in January. And likewise, if uh, any are here who have wedding anniversary uh, during this month of January. We certainly want to acknowledge them as well. Uh, Brother Eric and Tanya Longino celebrating 31 years together, amen, and Lawrence and Nina Mom uh, celebrating 12 years. So we want to wish them a happy wedding anniversary. Now come on, let's give the Lord some praise. You know, it's giving time here at Second Baptist, and since the pandemic, we've kind of changed the way that we collect our giving, uh, where we're no longer passing a lot of things around and a lot of handling of different things. But there are three ways to give here at church. Uh, for those of you who are in person, in the back of the church, there is a offertory box where you can deposit your tithes and your offerings there after the service. We're praying that God will speak to your heart and your giving uh, back to him, realizing that everything we have, it comes from the Lord. Amen. For those of you who are watching online, uh, on live stream this morning, that you can click on the Tithely Giving box there on our website, and you can submit your tithe, or you can mail it in. So we are just grateful and thankful for the opportunity that we have something, amen, to give back to the Lord uh, there. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you for an opportunity to give as we contemplate in terms of our giving, God. 
And Lord, as before we leave here today, we just pray that you would speak to hearts, Lord, that upon our departure that we would place the tithes and offerings in the box, Lord, realizing that you have given everything that we have. And Lord, help us to have the spirit and the heart and the mindset to give back to you in a way that you have so graciously given unto us. We ask God that you will bless those who gave, bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And so, Lord, we just want to say thank you for being our Lord, our God, and our Savior. For we ask these things in the precious name of your Son, Jesus the Christ. Let the church say, Amen, Amen. Amen. We're going to ask for our sanctuary choir to come at this time of prayer by one of our deacons, the choir. And we're going to share a word for the Lord. Thank you. 
In early January, we mailed two two bills, two checks, same post office. And unfortunately, we didn't know until we got the new billing statement on one of them. It never arrived there. Never arrived. One did, one didn't. Stamp was on it. Return address was on it. Never got it. God reminded me of that this morning in preparing for prayer time. We are a society that says, fast food restaurants, good. Get our burger, get in, get out. Mm, God doesn't work that way. There are many occasions where God's timing is not ours. But that doesn't mean we stop praying. Praying is just the, the greatest weapon against the evil. And it always brings us back in. It reminds us each and every day how wonderful God is. Don't put a stamp on it. Probably won't get there. If we have sin in our life, prayer won't be answered until we write ourselves with God. So we've heard of instances where 10, 20, 30, 40 years 
people have prayed, especially for a loved one. And at the end of those 30 years, that person came to know the Lord. I just love talking with God constantly. I love it when he brings any of you, my family, into my memory. I instantly pray for you because I know prayer works. I've seen it many times. I've seen two people that were cured of cancer instantly. I've seen a man who was adamant for 70, 80 years that he was going to get to God on his terms. And about six weeks before his death, he realized he was wrong. And he accepted the Lord. That man was my father. And we were prayed for constantly. Don't give up. Don't think that God doesn't love you or doesn't love the person you're praying for. Just accept the fact that he will work on his time, which has always been perfect. Always been perfect. So, I bring that before you just to encourage you. Prayer is the most important weapon in your life. And it's the biggest shield you could ever have against those fiery darts. Let's look to the Lord. Father, I give you thanks for this day. As has been said earlier, you've never promised us that we have each and every day before us. We bring it before you as an honor and as a praise. And we give ourselves to you as a living sacrifice that if you need to use us, use us. Father, we give you thanks for this building. It's not sacred, but you gave in to the desires of pastor's heart many years ago this place was built because we wanted to honor you. You selected a hill because you have your lamp up on a hill, not hidden in a valley, not under a bushel basket. We are here, Lord, to represent you, to honor you, to worship you, and to show you our love. We give you thanks for the pastoral staff that we have. All four men, Lord, know you and love you. They are not in this business of being pastors because it's financially great. They're in it because their heart is turned to you. And they seek your blessing by passing on the very knowledge that you give them as they prepare for each and every sermon or musical worship service. So we present to you Pastor Hamlin. We thank you for giving him that opportunity of refreshment. He is ready to go. He is chomping at the bit, Lord, to give us what you have placed in his heart. We think of Pastor Kohler, Lord, and we recognize that he has had for many years now a distress. We're asking, Lord, that you would show your mercy and that you would heal him. With the belief you could do it instantly, but if it's through the doctors and through patients, we just commit him to you, Father. For Pastor Jackson, who I know is somewhere else right today, and for Pastor Paul Scott, who tickles those ivories, Lord, and just sweetens the music that we hear to give worship back to you. Thank you for all of them, and ask that you bless them mightily. In the name and the authority of Jesus, amen.
Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Anybody come to praise the Lord this morning? I said, did anybody come to praise the Lord this morning? Amen. We got a whole lot to praise God about this morning. Amen. Did he wake you up this morning? Did he start you on your way? Then somebody ought to give the Lord some praise in here. We serve a mighty good God. Amen. We want to thank the Sanctuary Choir and Deacon Busby for prayer. Amen. And uh, taking care of the microphones. Praise the Lord. We thank you for that. And thank God for each and every one of you. Amen. What a blessing it is uh, to see you for today. And I see little Harry uh, there. God bless you. Good to see you. And uh, for those who are visiting, for our brother here and for our sister, amen, from Haiti, amen. We have to introduce you to a few of other, other folk here from Haiti. Matter of fact, Sister Florence, just put your hand back there and just give somebody a handshake and let the sister know. Amen. But we are just thanking God and uh, Deacon Pete, amen, God bless you. Good to see you as well. Brother John, amen, going down the road because it's a good thing to know that folk are in the house, amen. Just thanking God for all of his blessings. I want to thank Brother Toller for uh, sharing with us and break for us the bread of life on last Sunday, amen, while Sister Hamlin and I were away and just spending some time uh, with uh, my sisters and I share with you that uh, my older sister, she's two years older than me, that she just lost her husband a few months ago. And so I uh, just wanted to get together as a family and to just reunite. And uh, we really didn't have to reunite. We've always been united. Amen. And I praise God for that as family, that we've always been tight, always been together. Amen. And so just thanking God for that blessing. And uh, we just want to thank God for each and every one of you. Listen, this is a praise Sunday, amen. The Lord has just laid on my heart, just praised all week long, amen. We were on a cruise ship, and it was sitting out there on the balcony just looking over into the water, amen. And it was just a beautiful sight. And all I could do was to give God praise. I wanted to thank him for everything that he's done. And I believe I'm not the only one who came here this morning to give God some praise, amen. If I got anybody else in here today who don't mind giving God some praise and thanking God for all of his blessings, amen. We serve a mighty good God, amen. So praise has been on my mind and it's been on my heart heavy all this past week, amen. Uh, in our Bible studies over the past weeks, we've been talking about praise and people have been giving testimonies, amen, to the goodness of the Lord. Matter of fact, if, if we were to begin some testimony right here, Pastor Paul, we'd be here all day and all night, all day tomorrow and all night, just praising God. Does anybody got a testimony for the Lord? Amen in here, somebody. When I was sitting out looking over that water, you know what came to my mind? was the praise that takes place in the book of Psalms. Amen. I just thought about all of what God uh, has done for us, and I couldn't get myself out of the book of Psalms this past week because everywhere that I looked in Psalms, somebody was talking about praise. Somebody was giving God praise and thanking him for all of his blessings and for his mercy. Amen. And, and listen. And if you read the book of Psalms, you know there's a whole lot of books of Psalms. Amen. We're going to run through it in just a minute. But if you look at the book of Psalms, amen, there's a whole lot of talking about praise. 
So what I want to do this morning, I want to share with you the 103rd Psalm. Will you be so kind to stand with me as we read God's word, as we stand in reverence to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. Psalm 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness, and tender mercies, who satisfieth my mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious. He slowed anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our own sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, and he remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourished. For the wind passeth over it. And it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness under children's children. To such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens. And his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all ye hosts, ye ministers of his, that do his pleasure. And verse 22 says, Bless the Lord, all his works, and all places of his dominion, Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Read that with me again. Bless the Lord, all his works, and all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, I just tell him this morning, I just want to praise him. Tell somebody this morning that I just want to praise him. Amen. How many of you really came to praise the Lord this morning? Come on in here, somebody. How many of you really came to praise the Lord this morning? Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, 
and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you, God, for being such a wonderful and loving God. God who cares all about us. God who is concerned about our ways and what's taking place in our life. A God who understands what it is that we're going through and loves us so much that he even gave his only begotten son that we may have life and have it abundantly. And Lord, we thank you as the word says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. It is our prayer, God, if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally in the pardoning of their sins, the Lord, you would speak to their heart right now, God, and upon your word coming forth, someone will cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. You know, the book of Psalms is an awesome and a wonderful book. It has helped, you may not even realize this, how much the book of Psalms has helped you in your life. In the midst of going through trials and tribulations of life, in the midst of joyous times, and in the midst of sad times, but God was there. You see, in the book of Psalms, there are 150 divisions. There are 2,461 verses. There are 43,743 words. There are 2,027 verses of history. There are 164 questions that are asked and answered. There are 413 commands that are given. There are 338 acts of God. There are 124 vows made. There are 174 statements of praise. There are 118 complaints, but all of them have a remedy. There are 865 facts about who God is. There are 235 statements about God's word. There are 182 testimonies. There are 97 promises and 128 facts about the Messiah. We got something to praise God about this morning. When I think about all that the Lord has done for me, and when I think about what the Lord has done for you, all I can do is give God praise and say thank you this morning, amen. And if I have some folk in here who don't mind giving God praise this morning, who don't mind saying, Lord, I thank you for all of your blessings, amen. Because I don't know about you, but I came this morning to praise the Lord. Amen. I got a lot to be grateful and thankful for. Anybody got something to be thankful for this morning? Hallelujah. I'm glad that you come to join with me and praise this morning. Amen, somebody. Because I just want to praise you. Oh, just every now and then, you just got to stop for a moment. And just think about how good God is. Every now and then, you just got to stop for a moment and think about all that the Lord has done for you. You know, we live in a selfish, self-centered society where we want to have all of our focus on us. 
But how many of you this morning need to get beyond that and just put your hand in the air and give God praise and say, Lord, thank you for all of your blessings. Amen. You see, this 103rd Psalm challenges us this morning, but it also confronts us with the admonition from the Lord. That is the warning then that comes from the Lord. The word is that we ought to praise the Lord with everything that we have. Because in this text, we find David communing and having a conversation with his own heart. And he's suggesting to us that our religious performances mean nothing if it don't come from the heart. See, you can fake it if you want to. But how many of you know that you can't get nothing past God? Amen. You might be able to fool your brother and your sister who sit next to you. But how many of you know that you can't fool God any other time? Amen in here, somebody. Because God has something for us, and it's a matter of our heart and what's inside of us. Amen. Because if you have praise in your heart, praise of just thinking about how good God is, praise for realizing that if it had not been the Lord who had been on your side, where would you be? If you didn't have the praise that we sang this morning that somehow the Lord is going to work it out in your life somehow. When you get to the place where you're no longer worried about how things are going to work out or all the mechanics of how things are going to get to the place you want them to be. And when you begin just to thank God and praise him for the fact that he brought you through. Has anybody been in a situation where the Lord just brought you through? You didn't know how it happened. You didn't know how it was going to work out. You tried to figure it out on your own and you got together your ABC plan. And here God showed up with an XYZ plan in your life. And God began to do something. Because when I stop for a moment and begin to think about all that God has done, I'm not worried about how God did it. I'm just grateful and thankful that he did it anyhow. Amen. So the question this morning is, can you find anything in your life worthy of praise? Amen in here, somebody. The question this morning, can you find anything of praise for the Lord? Amen. After all, he's the one that created us to praise him. Amen. Listen, can I just talk about praise this morning? It's been on my heart all this week. Let me suggest to you this morning that praise is the lifeblood of the saints. Amen. When you woke up this morning, how many of you know you didn't wake up on your own? Amen in here, somebody. You woke up because the Lord woke you up this morning. That the Lord touched your heart and your spirit this morning. That the Lord laid a finger of love and watched over you last night as you slumbered and slept. But here you are this morning. And the Lord placed in your heart a desire to be in the house of the Lord this morning. I know it was raining heavy this morning. I know that it snowed last week on Tuesday and Friday. I know that you had to do some shoveling in order to get your car out. But here you are today because you know that God has been good to you. Here you are today because you know that the Lord has made a way out of no way. And he, Lord, made a way somehow in your life. Amen. You see, praise is the experience of being in tune with God. Amen. See, praise brings us closer to the tearing down of that stronghold called self. Because self is the thing that will mess us up. Our world tells us that we ought to be concerned about ourselves and nobody else. Our world lives by the motto that as long as I got food on my table, clothes on my back, and money in my pocket, then I don't need another thing. But how many of you know that you need the Lord in your life? 
How many of you know that you can't make it without him today? How many of you know that without having God in your life, things are not going to work out? You can try to work it out on your own, but how many of you know that you can't do it on your own? Amen, somebody. You see, praise brings us into intimate fellowship with God. Amen. Many times we, we confess in our churches that as the praises go up, the blessings, what? <laughs> Come down. Amen. Listen, praise will change your demeanor. Amen. And cause you to give God glory. Sometimes our demeanor is a little nasty, Pastor Paul. And we don't treat folk the way that we should treat them. But when you begin to think about what the Lord has done to you and done for you, and then you begin to praise God, then all of a sudden our demeanor starts to change. You ever seen a mean person turn around into a praising person? Somebody who's just talking about folks and, and, and don't want to live right. But when the Lord and the Spirit of the Holy Spirit got inside of you, and you began to then listen to God. You began to move in the spirit of God. It will change your demeanor. I've seen God change some folks who have frowns on their face and turn that frown upside down. Amen. I know he can do it. He did it for me. And I know that God can do it for you as well. Amen. When the praises go up, where it says the blessings come down. Amen. Praise drives away demonic forces that would destroy you. Amen. When the devil's trying to get you, you know what the best thing you can do? Just start praising God. When the devil comes after you, the best thing you can do is start to give God praise and say, Lord, I thank you that you are my God. Lord, I thank you that you are my Savior. God, I thank you that you are my Deliverer. God, I thank you that you are my Redeemer. God, I thank you that you are my all in all. So no matter what goes on in your life, you got to give God praise. Amen. My question this morning, church, on this praise Sunday, did anybody come this morning to give God praise? Hallelujah. Amen. See, praise brings us into the light of God's countenance. Amen. Because when you praise him, guess what? Your mind has stayed on it. When you're praising God, you, your mind don't start drifting in all these other things. When you got praise of God on your mind, you don't have to worry about who's walking past you and, and what's going on around you. Because when you start to praise God and your mind and your heart gets fixed on God, you don't care about anything that's going on around you. Because you know the one that is blessing you, the one that is taking care of you, is God himself. And I don't know about you, but when I think about it, i got to give the Lord some praise. And just say, thank you, Lord, for all the blessings. Amen. There's something about praising God that lifts our hopes, amen? And it provides the substance of our hope. And, and when we can look to the hills from which cometh our help, amen? I've discovered, church, that a lot of Christians struggle with the concept of praise and prayer. Deacon Busby shared with us, and thank you, Deacon Busby, for giving that testimony regarding your father. Now, how many of you know that it is a blessing that God kept his father here long enough to come to understand and acknowledge Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior? There are folk that come to church all their life but still have not given their heart over to the Lord. And if you're one of them here this morning and you never truly gave your heart and your life over to Jesus, then guess what? This is an appointed time for you to make a move, amen? We are living in a time when time is running out. And now is the time that we need to begin 
giving God praise and making a move and changing things in our lives that need to be changed. Amen. Listen, praise ought to come first. That's what should come. Praise ought to come first. But you know what we do? We usually start out by asking God for something, some stuff. God, can you give me this thing or that thing? Amen. But the Bible is real clear that we need to bring our needs to God in prayer. Amen. Matter of fact, the Apostle James says that you have not because you ask not. Amen. But at the same time, church, the word of God also tells us to praise the Lord. Amen. As a matter of fact, the Bible talks more about expressing our gratitude to God more often than it tells us to do things for God. Amen, somebody? So we ought to express praise and thanksgiving to God. And when we get in the habit of praising God, church, we enlarge our capacity to appreciate the greatness and the glory of God. When you start praising God and acknowledging that it was God who blessed you and not you yourself, amen? We're living in a time right now where folk all the time trying to take credit for the things, the good things that have happened in their life. But how many of you know that if it had not been for the Lord who was in your life, if it had not been for you offering up to God in your prayer and asking the Lord to intervene in your situation, where would you be? I just stopped by this morning to let you know that we ought to give God praise and thanks. We ought to be grateful. We ought to be appreciative. Of everything that God has given us. Amen. Listen to me. This 103rd Psalm is a pure song of praise. Amen. With not one petition in it. Amen. There's a progression in the design of the Psalm. Amen. Because first of all, David addresses himself and he's driving home the need for blessing the Lord or praising God. Amen. And then he turns to the people of Israel. We should always start out with giving God praise. We should always start out every day. We ought to start out with giving God praise. Amen. Amen. But then David turns then church to his people Israel. And he's amazed that God would even bless them. For all of the mess that they were in, the things that they were doing, how they had moved away from God. Amen. And, and, and uh, David was just amazed that God was still in the blessing business for them even though they turned their backs on him. How many of you know today that when we turn our backs on God, that God still loves you, that God still cares about you, that God is still concerned about you, that God can still move in your life, even though we're not moving towards him, but he loves us enough to intervene in our life situation to get us to the place where we can just acknowledge that if it had not been for God, I am here today because of what the Lord has done for me. You're here today because how good God has been to you. And if you really appreciate everything that God has done, if you really understand what God has done for you, if you really know in your heart that God has blessed you even in spite of yourself, then we ought to give God praise and thank him. Amen. Listen, sometimes you've got to encourage yourself to praise him. Amen. And and when David began to look at what was in his heart, he found something out. He found out that praise and thanksgiving was missing from the garden of his heart. Amen. And so he addressed himself in verse 1. Listen to what he said. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Amen. 
See, that soul that we have inside of us, it's, it's that whole total personality, that unique entity that makes you who you are. Amen. It's the whole person. And so David doesn't stop there. He has that. All that is within me. He's saying everything that is inside of me, everything that makes up my soul needs to praise the Lord. Amen. And he lifts up the whole being in gratitude and praise to God. Amen, somebody. And in verse 2 of the text, listen to this. David then reminds himself to forget not all his benefits. Amen. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of God's benefits. Amen. And so while he was praising God from the innermost recesses of his being, church, he didn't want to overlook the specifics of God's unmerited grace and favor. Amen. David knew that he couldn't remember all of God's blessings because God has done so much in his life. For you and I today, right now, if you were to stop right now and try to remember all of the blessings that God has done in your life, guess what? You're not going to be able to remember everything. Amen. But you know what you can remember? What the Lord has done for you. Amen. You can remember even on this day that it was God who woke you up. You can remember on this day that it was God who allowed you to have transportation to get to the house of God. You can remember on this day that it was God who gave you some food to eat. Those clothes that you got on your back. Amen. To be able to come to the house of the Lord. And so I need to ask you this point. Did anybody just come on this Sunday morning to give God praise? Amen. I hear somebody. Amen. David wanted to make sure he didn't forget all God's benefits. You know what we can do? We ought to write something down every day on the blessings of God. What would you all do that for me, amen, during the course of this week? Just write down some of the things that God has blessed you with. You're going to be there for hours just writing down all of God's blessings and everything that God has done for you, amen. Now, listen to this. Beginning with verse 3, David talks about the reasons for our praise. Listen to what he says. David saying, praise him, amen, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, amen. And, and if you look at it, there is a progression, amen, of praises in this, these words. David says to praise him because God's a pardoner. To praise him because he forgiveth all my iniquities. To praise him because he's a physician. To praise him because... Uh, my health is all taken care of because of God. Praise him because he is redeemer. He goes down from verses 4 all the way down to verse 13 to he redeemeth my life from destruction. He's a benefactor. We ought to praise him. We ought to praise him because he satisfies my mouth with good things. We ought to praise him that he's the judge, amen, and not we ourselves. We ought to praise him because he executed righteousness for the oppressed. And he's a chastiser of those who won't follow God. We ought to praise him because God won't stay angry forever. We ought to praise him for the blessings of his height. We ought to praise him as high as the heaven is above the earth. We ought to praise him because he speaks of his mercy that cannot be comprehended. We ought to praise him for the blessings of his breath. We ought to praise him as far as the east is from the west. Amen. We ought to praise him because his forgiveness cannot be rescinded. We ought to praise him because he is the father and he pitieth them that fear him. 
We ought to praise him because his compassion that cannot be estimated. We ought to praise him because he is the creator. We ought to praise him because he knows our frame. We ought to praise him because he's a covenant-keeping God. We ought to praise him because his mercy is from everlasting to everlasting. We ought to praise him because he is our king. We ought to praise him because his kingdom rules over praise. We ought to praise him for all that is within me. Is there anybody here this morning that feels like praising God? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise him for all his benefits, church. Praise him for all that I am for God and my life, amen. Praise him for all that I have because I know that it comes from God. We ought to praise him because we are his people. <laughs> we ought to praise him because we are the sheep of his pasture. We ought to praise him. We ought to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. We ought to praise his name because he's above every other name. There is power in the name of Jesus. We ought to praise him for his mercy. We ought to praise him for his truth. We ought to praise him to all generations. We ought to praise him that he brought us out of the miry pit. We ought to praise him that is by his grace I am what I am. We ought to praise him that he sent his son to die on the cross and to give up the right to the tree of life for you and I. Hallelujah. We ought to praise him this morning that he woke you up this morning. We ought to praise him this morning that he brought you to the house of praise. We ought to praise him that no matter what's going on in your life, because when I praise him, I said when I praise him, it opens the door for me to enter into a perfect relationship with God. We ought to praise him for the gift of his son, Jesus Christ, who suffered and bled and died and brought a promise of a resurrection into our life that we all may have the right to the tree of life. Anybody got a reason to praise him this morning? I said anybody got a reason to praise him. Stand with me this morning, church. Before you misapply your time by focusing on the problems of life, why not count your blessings and praise God? Why not focus on God and give him the praise? Why not think about the goodness of God and all that he's done in your life? We ought to give God praise right now and say, Lord, I thank you. For all of your blessings, God, I thank you for your grace. God, I thank you for your mercy. God, I thank you for your compassion. God, I thank you for your understanding. Amen. What the Lord has done for us, no man is able to do. He's changed my life and he can change your life and turn things completely around. Amen. All you got to do is ask him. To admit and confess with your mouth that I am a sinner and I'm in need of a Savior. We all have sinned. Come on, somebody. We all have sinned. And we've all fallen short of the glory of God. But thank God we have a Redeemer who's willing to look beyond our faults and to see our needs. There may be someone here today, and the Lord is speaking just to you. This was your message today about giving God praise about being grateful and being thankful for who God is and what he's done in your life. 
And if the Lord is speaking to you right now, and, and if you never received nor accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, now is the time. These deacons are going down the aisle right now. They have their arms outstretched. They're trying to encourage and invite you to give your heart and your life over to Jesus. And if you were to do so, I want to tell you that God will change your heart. God will change your mind. God will change your life. You know how I feel about it. If you open the door and allow the Lord into your house, he's going to change some of the furniture in your life. Amen. There's some things that maybe need to be removed and changed. But the Lord is asking today, if there's someone here today who's never received Jesus as a personal Savior, we invite you to come just as you are, to give your heart and your life over to him. Maybe you live in this community, you've been searching for a church home, and the Lord is speaking just to you this morning. You're not here by coincidence. You're not here by accident. But God placed you here today hear this particular word and to have this invitation given to you to surrender all to him. Amen. If the Lord is speaking to you, look for church home, just come. We would love to have you to unite in fellowship here at Second Baptist. Amen. I want to invite those who stand in need of prayer this morning to the altar. If you stand in need of prayer this morning, just come to the altar that we might pray for you and pray over you. Whatever's going on in your life, to know that God is able. Amen. Just come, just as you are. Amen. Whatever it is, you stand in need of. He's worthy. He's worthy of the praise. To the rising of the sun, to the setting of the same, he's worthy. desire prayer in your life today for whatever the situation may be God is able you believe in your heart that God can do it he can change situations in your life all you have to do is come let's come in as close as we can amen with every head bowed every heart made as humble as you can eternal God our father Lord we stretch our hands to thee no other help that we know Thou will withdraw thyself from thee, Lord God, where, oh, where could we go? Lord, we come before you right now, Father God, because somebody needs you more so now than what they've ever needed you before in their life. God, we ask that you would search hearts now, God. We know that you already know about what the need is. But God, place inside each individual the hope and the desire the belief, the truth, God, that you are still in the blessing business, that you're still in the miracle working business, that you can change, God, situations that are going on right now, no matter what it may be, be it relational, marital, financial, whatever is going on, God, we know that you're able to handle all things. So, Lord, help us to take these burdens that we have and turn them completely over to you. Help us, God, not to leave from this altar and take these burdens back to our seats and, or even out the door this day. But God, help us to, to make a choice to decide to live and to follow you, to obey the word that you have given us, Lord God, and what it is that we should do. So we turn it over to you right now, Lord God, that you might have your way. 
Use us, Lord God, in a way that you receive the glory, the praise, and the honor. Lord, we ask that you would touch every individual who is here. We ask, God, that you would touch every family that is here right now. Whatever the need may be, God, we know that you already know all about it. Lord, make it plain in our hearts and our minds, Lord God, even deep down in our soul, that we must turn everything over to you. So, Lord, we're going to give you praise right now, God, for what you're going to do. We're going to thank you in advance, Lord God, for what you're going to do. We're going to give you praise right now, God, for what you're going to do. We're going to lift up our hands right now, God, for what you're going to do. We're going to praise your name. We're going to give you the praise. We're going to give you the glory. We're going to give you the honor. We say thank you, God, for all of your blessings. Thank you for what you've already done in the past. Thank you for what you're presently doing. And, God, we thank you in advance right now for what you're going to do. We're going to lift our hands and put them together and give you praise and say thank you, Jesus, for all of your blessings. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. We ask these things in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. What a mighty God that we serve. May the Lord bless you and heaven smile upon you. Amen. Keep thee, may make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon thee and give thee peace, both now and forevermore. Amen. Church, let's just give God some praise. Amen. <laughs>